Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Hello and welcome to Church Solutions, the Church Solutions Podcast. My name is Phil Thompson. And I'm Steve Lacey. And we are here to help serve your church and your ministry. And this is our very first podcast. And we're going to cover a lot of ground over the next uh, couple years or so. But uh, we are, in a, we are a, uh, uh, actually a, a company that helps churches use technology through mobile apps, through uh, web websites, very interactive websites, and of course, streaming video. So uh, tell us a little bit about, you know, really what, what's our purpose, Steve? Well, our ministry is to serve other ministries. So we're here to equip uh, ministries with technology, and our focus, our, our gifting, our talent is technology, and we want to offer, you know, serve the, the, the other ministries by providing some technology. Some- and- yeah, and, and uh, let, let, we probably need to give folks a little bit of background here of who we are, because some of you might be listening to us for the first time. The idea behind these podcasts are going to be uh, no longer than 29 minutes long, and we might go a little shorter depending on the situation. We're going to interview different people. We're going to talk about things that are church-related from the stuff that our company actually does, which is streaming video, uh, which uh, is, of course, mobile websites and uh, actually mobile apps although we can do some mobile sites for you if you want. And then, of course, uh, uh, those other things we mentioned. But we're not just going to limit ourselves to that because we know if you're somebody out there working with your church or volunteering, you've got a lot of other things going on with your band, your music team, your your lighting, your sound system, <clears throat> all sorts of different things. You know, how do you how do you get videos out there for people to, to see things on social media? And uh, Steve and I... Both have a ton of experience. Translation, we're getting kind of old. <laughs> we just played basketball yesterday, and now we're very sore. But uh, we're, you know, we've been around church stuff for a long time. Steve, tell us a little bit about your background. So um, my background is uh, I'm a degreed engineer. So studied engineering in school, graduated with an engineering degree, uh, went to work in the aerospace business as a design engineer for a um, defense company. So um, by day, I was uh, working as an engineer, and by weekend and by night, I was serving as part of church. Uh, Various uh, roles, uh, including uh, board member, deacon, other church leadership positions, as well as serving on the tech team, on the AV team. So, and and and, and you, you you were famous for actually being on the internet before there was an internet. That's right? true. Before. We, I, that's my claim to fame is um, before there was a World Wide Web, before there were web browsers in the aerospace business, we were we were on the internet, um, actually sending. CAD computer design models back and forth between different companies and doing some really cool, fun stuff, making uh, early um, prototypes uh, by doing CAD models and sending them to CAD manufacturing facilities. And I have no idea what a CAD model is. A computer design model. So okay. we would design stuff and That's they would 
use what well, was at the time stereolithography and build the plastic parts, which are just starting to hit the commercial world today. Uh, we're wow. doing that 25 years ago. Amazing. So, Amazing. So you've been around the block a few times. Uh, and so for me, I've been involved. Uh, actually, I started out in Christian broadcasting and uh, went to school for broadcasting, got a degree in broadcast communications, and then helped start a, a radio station in 1981, a Christian station. And then uh, actually in between that, I started another station in 1990. Uh, and when I say I started, it wasn't me starting the whole thing. I, I helped start it with some people. And uh, in between that, I actually went and got a theology degree and was always involved in church stuff. At the same time, I was doing Christian broadcasting. And so I was involved in church stuff from worship leading to, like you, sitting on leadership teams and then uh, actually speaking. And, and, and eventually, I actually did some pastoring and and uh, actually helped start a few churches and actually started my very own church in Kansas with the help of some other people. So uh, we've got kind of an interesting background between us because we've got some, you know, church background and a lot of it and then tech stuff right. uh, as well. So it, it's, it's a nice little thing that we are able to give people some help in those different areas. And so, as I mentioned, the podcast here, it's going to be related around tech stuff, but we also can can help you with stuff like finances and leadership team stuff and, and those kind of things. Yeah. And anything that revolves around a church. Right. People can learn from our mistakes. Exactly. We've been around a while. We know what doesn't work, huh? And yeah. a few things that do work. Yeah, we've had success. To, <laughs> we've had failure, too. But that's part of life, right? So, okay, so let's get to our real topic today. And, uh, and by the way, we always want your feedback for these podcasts. So let us know. Support at streamingchurch.tv, support at streamingchurch.tv. You can always go to one of our websites, which I'll talk about later. But we'd like to get your feedback on what you'd like to hear, what you'd, you know, even send us questions. We'll answer questions. And so this is for you. So we want to tailor it towards you. But one of the things I get hit with a lot, and especially since I've been doing church work uh, like you have, Steve, for a long time, is how do I get and keep the right volunteers, and especially in the area of tech teams. And that's that's a difficult s- subject sometimes to, to really get into because there's a lot that covers. But tech teams generally cover, when I think of tech teams, I think of your sound team, uh, lighting if you have some extensive lighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think of video. And not just live streaming video, which we specialize in as a company, uh, but also archives that we specialize in, but then also video for just in-house video, because a lot of churches these days are running some pre-service videos on their projectors or screens and even afterwards. So that's what I think of tech stuff. I mean, is that, that 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 lines up? Yeah, exactly. I can't think of anything else. I mean, you know, other stuff is maintenance. and, uh, And every church has got some form of a tech team. Yeah. I mean, even if you're just doing audio, Right. Which, by the way, audio is great. If you're doing audio and, and doing a podcast, that's very good. So so we can help you in those things. So uh, the main thing is if you're going to to really begin to recruit, and, and I'm going to talk a little bit about how, how do you recruit for a tech team? You know, How do you do that? And so the first thing you've really got to, you've really in your mind or your team's mind, you've got to know what you're looking for and who you're looking for. Uh, and it's not just pushing buttons. So uh, here's what I'm really, if you don't get anything else we're saying today, (laughs) get this, okay? You need to focus more on a person's 
ability to kind of be artistic than they are their ability to push buttons. Why do I say that? Well, why do you say that? So So generally when you're talking tech stuff and you get up in front of people, you list something in your bulletin or whatever, you'll get some people that are kind of techie people that like to push buttons, that are interested in tech stuff. And that's good. That's good. But here's what I have found has happened over the years. And and uh, I'm going to give an example. I'm probably going to step on somebody's toes here. But I know. You're good at that. I know I am. I always <laughs> say what everybody is thinking. You know, I, I have a couple of good friends that have been that running sound and, and stuff for many years. Okay. They ran sound when I led worship 20 years ago. And for 20 years, they, they are servants. They are great guys. And and uh, they can run cable and they can get your board, you know, yeah. set up and everything. Is it true you can recognize the tech team guy at church uh, just by looking at him? <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but <laughs> but uh, this guy, uh, actually a couple of guys I'm thinking of, have been doing this for years. Uh, although after I don't know about your church, but we generally will have kind of a, a meeting on Mondays or Tuesdays to talk about, you know, how, how the service go, how our services go, how did, how did, you know, the presentation go and, and, and we'll talk about things that were good and things that were not so good. And one of the things that generally comes up on a regular basis, at least at, at a couple of churches I've been involved in have been, well, the sound didn't really come across very well. It didn't sound very good. The mix wasn't good or, you know, they missed this or they missed that and, and, and that. And and I've heard this for years and it dawned on me one day that there are some people that are great at pushing buttons, but not everybody has a good ear for, for mixing sound. Right. Or even a good eye for lighting or eye for art stuff that you want to put on your slides right. or your things. Does that make it's, sense? Yeah. It's, and the role I think would appeal to the guys that were, Ooh, I get to push buttons and I know how to push buttons and I enjoy doing that sort of thing. And so you, I would assume you're getting a lot of um, church tech team volunteers um, that are really good at that. And we say, Oh, great. You know how to push buttons. Let's put you in charge of right. button pushing. And yeah, yeah and so and things it, can, it could be your audio board could be, you know, if you have, if you have multiple lighting situations, you know, it could be a, a lot of different things, but, but, uh, I recently was helping this one church out and, uh, their sound was great. And the guy mixing their sound was really good. And I, and I told, asked, I asked him afterwards, I said, uh, you know, you really are good at mixing sound. How long have you been doing this? He goes, well, he goes, to be honest with you, I, I was a musician for years and he actually has MS. And so as he's, as his MS, unfortunately has developed, he's in a wheelchair now and he really is not up leading or playing instruments anymore, but he mm-hmm. decided he would help his church out by going behind the audio board, but the mixing board right. does a great job. And what he said, he goes, yeah, I've been doing this for years. He goes, and I, I, I you know, I, I'm a musician. You got to develop that ear for, yeah, for he, what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and it dawned on me, what we need when it comes to mixing sound, especially in this area of mixing sound, is we need somebody who has an ear, yeah. not necessarily somebody that knows how to push buttons. That kind of reminds me. There was several years ago when, I don't know if you were part of the church or not, but we were meeting at a um, an elementary school. We had uh, an off-site location at an elementary school, and I was, for the first time, was mixing sound. <laughs> and so, you know, I could definitely mix the sound 
but I do not have the musical ear gifting. And after a while, they kind of gently replaced me. So, and I, <laughs> and I think it was primarily because, you know, I could, I could mix the sound and I say, Hey, we need more bass or no drums. I'm like, ah, I can fix that. But the fact that I didn't know that we needed more bass or drums or I couldn't, you know, that, that, that ear was, I didn't have that ear. So I think some of it's gifting. I mean, some of it you can develop, I'm sure, I, you know, but, but I mean, I, I, I've done music before. And so I, I have a little, I don't have the greatest ear, but I have a little bit of an ear maybe for, I can hear what's wrong, you know, on things. But I think, you know, like you said at the beginning of the podcast here, you know, I mean, your background is tech. Right. I mean, you're you're a guy that's numbers, zeros, and more zeros or whatever, and ones at zeros, right? Is that how that all works? Yeah. And so, uh, you know, you may not necessarily have the giftings of it. We talk about how there's gifts. Uh, I guess I'm a left brain us. guy, right? Yeah. And, My and, right brain's not as good. So, you know, uh, that's – and you can't get down on yourself for that. It's just not necessarily your, your cup of tea. But – so I, what I'm saying here is if you're trying to recruit tech people, one of the things you really ought to look at is, you know, what kind of an ear do they have? What kind of an eye do they have for things, for arts? I mean, are, are they kind of artsy? Are they, right. you know, do they have a feel for environment? Do they understand what a, you know, what a warm environment is? Because your service will change, you know, like well, the church I go to, we have kind of a quiet space, you know, where people can, you know, you, you, the music's up and then there's a time where they can kind of, you know, pray and all those kind of things and, and so if you're if your guy if, if, if the guy that's kind of running the lights and running the sound doesn't understand that you know your environment kind of goes away because that person doesn't have a feel for things right. so i don't know if you can really teach that i think you can to some degree but uh, i think that's the biggest struggle so, so how you, do you discern that well so I, got... I think it's asking a lot of questions right. I, I mean it's not just Oh, you want to push buttons? Great. Right. You know, oh, you want to do this? Great. I think, and, and I've got a so, few notes here, but I think you need to clearly define their role. And I think you need to really, uh, it might even be good to have an application. Uh, right. You may not want to, but I would encourage you so, to have you know, an application with questions. One of the things that I did, uh, may apply here and get your feedback on it or not, is um used to hire people in the engineering business. And I would, what worked really well for me is I would contract people. I would say, I would basically look for contract jobs. And so basically what that, that meant was, I'm going to try you out for a while. And if you, you know, if, if you work out really well, then I'm going to turn around and probably make you a long time permanent position. So it's, I would think it would be a good idea to uh, set it up for uh, a trial basis. Say, hey, we're going to, we're going to evaluate how you fit in this role for the next six weeks and kind of make it a, when, when somebody volunteers, I mean, it takes a lot to get the volunteers, but uh, it's probably a good idea to set up a kind of a probationary period to say, Hey, maybe let's try this out. See if this is your gifting yeah. and see if this is a good fit for you. And if it's not the movement, you know, some other role or something. I think that's excellent. Uh, you may not want to call it probationary period, but just a yeah. trial period, you know, <laughs> yeah. but, but I get what you're saying. And I think that's true. I, I think that's really true. I, I think it's a very good point, you know, and, and I think it's true for any kind of ministry you're filling, right. you know, let's try it and see how it's going to work. Are you happy? You know, are we happy? And that's probably a good, one of the things, you know, my wife was a leader of the children's ministry. And the one thing that she disliked the most was recruiting volunteers. She really struggled with it. She didn't feel comfortable approaching people and asking them to um, 
to sit in positions. And I mean, if you do set up a, a trial period, that's that's another thing. You say, hey, let's let's give this a try. You're not I'm not signing you up for the next 10 years to, right. to do this role. It may help influence getting people. Do you have any tips for for getting people to volunteer in well, the first place? Or? I think, uh, the, you know, we're talking about technology here in this particular subject. Uh, so use technology to recruit people. So if you if you've got the ability to project video on maybe a screen at your church or screens, put together a little video about technology and about how, you know, how it can be really a, a you know, a powerful ministry in your church, a fun ministry to do. And so you could put together a little video to do that. Uh, you could uh, there's there's creative ways you could use technology to, to get the word out. And obviously, uh, you do need to talk about it a lot and you need to get yourself in front of somehow get the ministry in front of somebody you may not be able to stand in front of people sunday morning and do it but maybe have it something listed in your newsletter in your program uh and then with social media today with your facebook uh, hopefully people are using facebook yeah. for their church and using those kind of things uh but i i think if you use technology to re recruit technology i think you'll have a little more success right. but that'll, it's, that'll help get the word out as well but i think one of the most effective means is to have um, people reach out and grab, you know, Joe on the shoulder and say, hey, the tech team needs you. Personal one-to-one, yeah. -one, um, yeah. you know, interaction. And mm -hmm. otherwise, it, it, you know, sometimes a lot of the, once you get the publicity out there, people go, oh, that's not for me, it's not for me, until they're, they've been reached out to and said, right. hey, Joe, would you do a four-week, you know, for the next two services over the next couple of months? Yeah. Um, volunteer, you know, help us out on the on the soundboard or whatever. That yeah. tends to be a really effective way to get yeah, people involved. Yeah, it really do. And again, you know, try to look for the art part. The I don't know how to say it, the artistic part of the people. Do they right. have it? You know, and if they don't, maybe they 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 could push buttons in another area that may not require, you know, a sensitivity right. of of how's it so sound. So, what if you've got somebody that that has no tech experience or no tech background, but you got to You've got, you know, you can see in them that they were, right. you know, they used to mix music or they or were really in band. Maybe, or they play once in a while. Yeah, they played once in a while or they sing or whatever. Yeah. What are they, would that be a good person to I, have? Or? I think it is. I think it's personally, I think it's easier to teach people how to push buttons than to teach them how to hear something. <laughs> I just, again, it gets back to, you have a gift, you know, in that area. And so I think anybody can learn the sliders and learn how to push buttons and shut something off, turn one channel yeah. on, turn another one on. And, uh, and, you know, there's always going to be people that can help you hook up cables and stuff. You know, it's, it's not that big of a deal, but I mean, I, I just, again, Steve, it goes back to what I've been, you know, I, my experience. I mean, I mentioned at the very beginning of this thing, you know, we, one guy I've known for 15, 20 years running the same sound, but there's still the same complaints every Monday morning <laughs> with, with the staff gets together about how the sound didn't, didn't, the mix wasn't good, you know. Well, it could be the person just doesn't have the gifting right. to do that. But if you get somebody that's got the gifting, they can learn to push the buttons. Uh, that's my take on it. All right. So you mentioned back that you should put together an application. Well, you should use define the roles and I would, you know, if you, and again, this is to keep to, to help get people and also keep them. So I think if you're, you know, put an application together, it doesn't have to be real extensive. You know, get their name and their email address, their phone numbers and stuff, and then begin to get ask them some questions. And then, you know, if they're new to the church, you might want to find out, you know, maybe a little bit about their background, 
where they've been, where they see themselves going. It doesn't have to be real extensive, but I think, honestly, if you're managing a team, you need to try to get organized and know who your people are and know their strengths and weaknesses. So, uh, and I mentioned about, you know, defining their role and that can evolve a lot. That can change a lot. I mean, you know, we've all been doing church stuff for a long time and you sign up to do something and you end up doing something else and that's normal, but it still would be good for them to understand where you're going with it, what you're looking for and, and what a role they would have. And then, you know, you mentioned the thing about giving them maybe, you know, a, a month or two of, of, uh, of really, uh, trying to see if it works. And it, and if it does work, if you can build a team and not wear people out, mm-hmm. that's the next big thing. Yeah, so how do you do that? How do you, you, yeah, it's how not, do you uh, avoid uh, turnover or keep a team going it, and keeping them happy? What's... It's, it's, there's several factors there that from my experience, one is if you can limit their, their scheduling where they don't have to work every weekend, that they don't have to volunteer every week. And if, if somehow or another you can begin to recruit enough people where you can rotate people, worship planning, worship planner, which uh, I, I think uh, your church uses, my church uses, worshipplanner.com is a great tool, not just for text scheduling, but anything in your church, any single thing in your church. If you can begin to build that, use that software and begin to schedule people, it, it, and then people themselves can check into it and, mm-hmm. you know, approve their deal or say they can't make it. But I think you need to, people need to know that, that, you know, you're not going to work them to death. At least your intention isn't. And you're going to try to recruit enough people so they don't have to be on, on, on every deal. But I think the other thing too, is it's, it comes down to personal relationships too. I mean, church is supposed to be about community, supposed to be about relationships. And what happens is as, as, as leaders and people leading teams, we get so busy on, we got to fill this position. We got this thing com- coming up this weekend, and and we really have to kind of back things down a little bit and realize it's people. We're in the business of people. Right. Uh, Jeff Love, you know, recently wrote the book Life Palette. You know, uh, my former pastor, your current pastor, Jeff used to always say, "We're in the people business." You know, how's business? You know, right. and, and what he meant by it, it's it's all about people, really, and. Actually, I think he stole that from John Maxwell. But anyhow, uh, the bottom line is it's relationships. And so I think the way you – I think you need to have regular tech team meetings or whatever ministry you're doing in the church. Mm-hmm. And, again, I know it's another meeting. You know, oh, we got another meeting we got to go to. But have some fun with it. Bring some pizza in or something. You mm-hmm. know, do something and, and make it so that it's not an all-nighter. Mm-hmm. You know, schedule a meeting for maybe an hour. Uh, another thing I think is important to emphasize is as you get your volunteers, um, you need to communicate that, that they're not volunteering to I mean, necess- they're volunteering to serve the church, but that's their ministry. I mean, they're it's their act to it's a it's a form of worship to God to commit your time and talents and to and whatever it may be to you know apply your gifting in an area of need. So you really I think it's important to emphasize that. Um, it's a you know it's a form of worship for people to be able to serve. So they're serving you know an audience of one rather than serving right. you know a congregation or a, or a church. It's I need to communicate that it's you know it's a form of worship and that yeah. will I think that will I mean it's a good thing uh, puts everything in perspective and uh, allows people to um, create a, a personal relationship with their service as well as they yeah. they use it as a as a 
you know, an ability to or an opportunity to serve. Yeah, and that's true. And then, you know, we need to go easy on our people, too, because everybody makes mistakes. And so, you know, you're doing this as unto the Lord. And, yeah, maybe you didn't turn the lights on the right time or maybe the camera was out of focus or maybe, you know, uh, Susie doing background vocals wasn't up high enough. You know, everybody makes mistakes. So you got to go a little easy. Now, there's I think there's times where you could have these weekly, not weekly meetings, but whatever it is, a monthly meeting where you maybe do a little training. You know, but I, I think, as you said, it's it's all about it's about you're serving God and, and you're also in relationship together with everybody. So we're all in the same boat, so to speak. And so we, right. we need to have relationships. So if you're a team leader, you probably need to build some relationships, too, with some of these people, all of them, if you can. To some how, level. how important do you think it is to um, rotate some of the assignments around? Uh, I think like, it's real important. Oh, yeah? Why is it, why what is do that? you mean assignments? You mean like, as... uh, you know, uh, have the sound guy, you know, operate the camera for a service or have, uh, uh, you know, somebody, you know, just, just uh, rotate, cross-train, yeah, I guess. Is yeah, the... it's it's probably a good thing. Again, if, if – uh, there's some people are going to be really good at mixing sound and they're going to be lousy when it comes to right. you know, manning the camera. But I don't think it would kill anybody to do something once in a while to change things up. Plus, you number one, you appreciate yeah, what you everybody's can, doing. Right, you become familiar with the requirements of that other job, and and you, you tend to be a little less critical of each right, other. Right. When you know, yeah, I sat in that seat for a yeah, week. I know that's yeah. tough, right? Yeah, I I, I did it one time <laughs> with the camera, and so I, I think that it's that's one good thing. And the other thing is, like you said too, with church stuff. I mean, there's people get sick, people don't show up for whatever reason. So if you do have at least a little bit of an understanding how something works. You can always pinch hit. You always jump in and, and you know and do it. And uh, so I th- I think revolving a little bit it, again it just depends on your skill level of your people. I right. Mean, if you've got some, yeah. we have you know I mean over. Well, you could have people at, apprentice as well. You yeah. know, have to say hey, this guy's not serving this week, but he's going to go watch the the video switcher guy right. and learn what he's doing and yeah. or at least have an appreciation to just kind of shadow somebody and learn. Yeah. And you you touched on apprentice apprenticeship, uh, you know. There's a lot of young people that are 14, 13, 14, 15 years old that that could very well do some of these things. Now they're going to need maybe a little more supervision, and they might need a little more uh, whatever you want to call it. Make sure they show up. But if you can get their parents on board, and they really do have some responsibility, right. uh, you know, they can they can take it to the next level. On some of these younger people. Yeah, right plus now. there's roles on the tech team that may not require the same level of skills right. as yeah. others. And there's some, maybe some skills that the youngsters have that the old guys don't have. That's true. So. That's true. So we're about out of time here on this podcast. But, uh, again, keep keep in mind, uh, you know, regular tech team meetings will help with the people you've got and maybe invite new people that are interested uh, that might be interested to have them come to a meeting, you know, and again, make it fun too. you know, have some food or something in it. So uh, we're about out of time. But again, my big point for this was, you know, don't just find somebody that, that wants to push buttons, but find somebody that, that, you know, if you can discern has an ear for music, has an ear for sound, has, has an eye for artistic stuff. Cause you know, there, as we said, we didn't really touch on this, but there's music slides that go up. Usually if you have projectors, people, you know, are looking at the screen while the music's going on. You know, you, there's lots of creative right. things you could do. And if you've got somebody that's got some artistic ability there, you can really jazz it up a little bit. Yeah. And, 
Anyhow, so that is true. All right, so we're about out of time. So this is the Church Solutions Podcast, and you've been listening to me, Phil Thompson, and Steve Lacey, and uh, we we are with JSL Solutions, which uh, we probably didn't say at the beginning, but some of you already know us. So uh, if we can help you in any way with streaming video, mobile apps, websites, what else can we do for people? Mobile apps, website streaming. Uh, we uh, we can help you with your tech team. We can help you. Yeah, well. We can help you on your church board. We <laughs> exactly. Well, as we said no. at the beginning, we've got we do have a lot of experience. As JSL Solutions, but, yes, uh, yeah, we so have a, a limited we, product offering, but we have a heart to serve in all kinds of areas, and we understand church. Well, and we've got people. We've got a lot of connections with people. I mean, people right. that can help write books, people that can, uh, you know, consult. We, we've got we've we've got some relationships ourselves. That, right. If it's not us, people that can make videos can, for people. And, we can yeah, point so. you in the right direction. Oh yeah. Stuff. So, all right. So we're out of time. So again, we'd love to hear from you. Give us some feedback, not only on, not only on this podcast, but on maybe future podcasts you'd like to hear and uh, have us talk about. And you can always reach us. You, uh, uh, we've got several websites. Uh, one of them is streamingchurch.tv. The other one is churchapplive.com. And then there's another one called myflock.com. And uh, we've probably got a few other ones floating around out there. But those are several places you can find us at. And you can always contact us through that or support at streamingchurch.tv. So, Steve, thanks for uh, spending some time with us today. All right. Thanks for for having us. And, folks, thank you for listening. And uh, we're going to do this on a weekly basis. So catch us next time, and we will talk to you soon. Take care and have a great day.